there, you wonderful listeners. His name is Aaron, and he doesn't have a straw for his McDonald's drink. And his name's Tommy, and he needs you to sign his petition to bring back Pepsi Blue. And this is the Superpod Saga. episode 19 episode 19 this we're almost up to 20 which is twice as many as 10 that's true that that is twice yeah squared if, one might say uh yes no 10 well, no not 10 squared no yeah, no no no, no 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 nope <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, if you're a first time listener to this podcast this is the podcast where aaron and i bring a different topic of discussion to the table every week video game related and then we discuss it to death until everyone is just bored and miserable, except for us. That's right. Sometimes, sometimes we just we lose our voices after after one of these episodes. Seriously, sometimes I really do. Um, where where can people find us on social media, Aaron? Oh yeah, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, pretty much everywhere. But just search for Superpod Saga, and and you'll definitely find us. We're also on YouTube. Uh, but you can just check the bio in, in any of our other social medias. Find our link tree, and you, you can find us anywhere you want to follow us. We are all over the place, and we're spreading rapidly. Just do not follow me home, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's too far. I, I like our little community we got growing there. We were getting some some really good Twitter conversations lately. Yeah, holy, those last two tweets from you have just been blowing the hell up. Holy <laughs> like, shit. I like you, you commented on one of them. Since this post is blowing the fuck up and it's got like 30 <laughs> likes, <laughs> we're just yeah. like, everything's on fire for us here. We're like, what do we do? <laughs> it's like it's, uh, it's it's like when somebody runs into a uh, a newspaper manufacturer. They're like, stop the presses. Stop the stop presses. And... <laughs> we got 30 likes. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> but, but we're here to talk video games and you – picked the topic for today so what is, what are we talking about today damn right we're talking about canceled games mm-hmm. today that is a good topic because that's this is a really good topic this is gonna be one of my favorite topics because like when people talk about video games we obviously talk about our favorite games and what makes them good and stuff but like canceled mm. games is like a whole different territory it is there, there's quite a few that i that I, as soon as I, I said the RX topic was going to be this in the last episode, I, I jotted down like five ideas immediately and then did quite a bit of research. So yeah, I'm super excited for this. I'm so ready. I actually, I went to Wikipedia and like just searched canceled games and there was a game that like I had in my head that wasn't even on there. And I was like, well, this is a terrible list then because it's a, you'll, you'll remember when we get to it. But, but yeah, there's, it's, it's kind of tough to find info about some canceled games. Oh yeah, there's a couple on my list that have, uh, they they didn't make it very far at all, so you won't find anything really about them. But Ooh. I included them just because it's it's yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, how about you start us off? Okay, so the first one it's it's kind of a two parter mainly because the the second part uh, is one of those ones where they didn't get very far with it. But mm-hmm. I I'm starting us off strong with uh, Earthbound sixty four and Earthbound uh, GameCube. Oh, they had a GameCube yeah, one they too. Yeah, or they they almost did. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, Earthbound '64, it was it was announced. Bless you. <laughs> it was announced. I muted my mic before I sneezed. I thought I did at least. 
I heard the whole ass thing. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm not talking into my microphone at all. Um, yeah, it was it was announced uh, in 1996 for, for for the the N64, good old N64, and then not too long after it was announced, they were they were like, oh, actually, it's going to be for the 64 DD, which was uh, this. A big old floppy disk drive peripheral for the N64. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll get into more of that later, but that game was, was in quite a bit of development for a few years because their their team or um the uh, the director of the game Shigesato Itoi, his team was just super inexperienced with with making 3D games and uh, and, and developing anything for the N64. But then then the uh, the 64 DD released in Japan in December of 1999. And it was it was just a big old flop. Like they only sold about, uh, it was like about five hundred thousand units or so. And, and then yeah, just in August two thousand, they officially announced that it was it was canceled. They were shit canning that goddamn thing. And uh, of course, since since Earthbound sixty four was being developed for the sixty four DD, they had no choice but canceled the game. Unfortunately. Yeah. And then yeah, that that. They uh the game was eventually revived in two thousand three for the Game Boy Advance, but it was in Japan, fucking only. Wait, really? Um, yep, Japan only. So it's but, so it's mother because it's mother there, right? Not Earthbound. Right. Yeah, it's mother three in Japan. Then. Oh, okay, okay. I've heard so many memes about it. I didn't know that it actually was a Game Boy game. Yep. Yep. Only only in Japan though on the GBA, but. Um, there are a couple of ways you can play it in the U.S. Of course, there, there's there's this awesome fan translation that like if you if you emulate the game, you can just um, download the game and then apply a patch to it so everything's in, in English and it's actually really good. And uh, you can also go on on places like eBay and buy a little bootleg copy of the game for the Game Boy Advance. Actually, that comes with that English translation and it actually is awesome. I mean, obviously, there's no other way for us to play the game because Nintendo yeah. is a bunch of owners. But yeah, goddamn it, I'll pay twenty bucks for bootleg copy. Sue me. They make Sue the best me, games and then refuse to sell them to you anymore. Exactly, and then all of their other like, all of their other lesser known games or games that they just don't give a goddamn about that are wasting away on, like the GameCube and stuff like that. Just make those available on modern platforms, or I'm gonna emulate them. It's it's Sue so. Me. It, this isn't on topic, or I guess I don't right. know. It's weird that they've brought basically every single Wii U game to Switch, but only the Wii U library. That's true. Yeah, there's I think there's maybe like one or two that didn't make it over there, like Game and Wario. But yeah, like. Game and Wario. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, there's there's just a bunch of different screenshots and game trailers available for for Bound sixty four. Um. Probably the easiest place to find them is to just go to unseen64.com, and there's just a there's maybe like one or two trailers for the game, but there's just a buttload of uh, different screenshots. And basically, what you see in in Mother Three is basically what you saw on Earthbound '64. A lot of it did carry over, like um, a lot of the enemy designs and character designs were the same. Obviously, one's 3D, one's not, and yeah, it was just what what might have been, you know, like Earthbound on Game or oh my god, Earthbound on N sixty four. Was there uh, actually was was there a screenshot of the battle? Because I only played like a little bit of Earthbound one or two or whatever, and like 
the battle screen caught me off guard because it's just like a blank screen with an unmoving enemy. Did they have any screenshots of the battling in Earthbound 3D? Um, I don't I, believe so. I, I've just seen like the environment and like the character yeah, models that's and what stuff. I've seen too. I'm just curious Wait, if it, they would have had that be like a 3D arena like Pokemon or if it would have been still just a move, motionless screen. I I mean, in, in Earthbound, like the background screen or the shit in the background kind of moves and like wobbles a little bit, but <laughs> I kind of, I kind of hope it'd still be like the same. It'd just be like, well, I guess the enemy would just be like a 3D model, but it yeah. moves and then, yeah. But uh, yeah, on the, on the Earthbound GameCube. Yeah, I've never uh, heard was, of this. Yeah, it didn't make very very far at all. It was it was proposed to Nintendo in two thousand three, but it was was canceled basically. Well, it's not not necessarily canceled because it wasn't really in development. But they they were just like nah. Um, and on the same website before unseen sixty four dot com, there's a few screenshots of it, and it looks actually pretty cool because like the graphic style was um, was like felt made and kind of like Ooh. what is it uh, like Kirby's Epic Yarn kind of looking, and it, it looks. And, and on on the world screen and stuff too, there there were like clay models and shit like that. And no no trailers for it, sadly. But all the screenshots look super cool. Rip. Dang, that's Sucks. sad. That's sad. And and we still so that was the last actual Earthbound game was Earthbound three for the Game Boy Advance. Yep, they've uh, yeah, and then that uh. I don't think they've ever had any plans ever of making another one. They're just kind of crazy, kind of leaving it as it is, which is sad, but I guess good because I'd hate for them to try to make a new one and then run it into the ground, basically. My wife's smash main for her whole life has been Ness, and she Ooh. had no idea that he was in anything outside of Smash until earlier this oh. year. <laughs> <laughs> when, oh my when they gosh. launched Earthbound on the switch online i started playing and she's like what is this and i was like it's it's earthbound it's the game ness is from and she was like ness is from a game <laughs> well, what the fuck what'd she think he was from? he's obviously from, he's a from game. smash he's <laughs> oh all right that makes sense like the fighting polygon team <laughs> yeah oh man so i my first pick is a game that is phew, the complete opposite of tone uh everything it's it's a game called Whore of the Orient. <laughs> you, oh, I've you, heard of that. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Um, it was by it was a game that was being developed by Team Bondi or Team Bondi. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. They were the developers behind La Noire, which was published by Rockstar Games, and oh yeah, they they released a a remake of it or a re-release or whatever, and like. A lot of people just see that as a Rockstar game, but it, it was developed by Team Bondi, which is a team out of Australia, I want to say. And L.A. Noir was one of my most looked forward to games because it was like a detective game and it was totally open ended. Like you could you it wasn't like a checklist of things to do at a scene. It was like up to you to find the things. And then they had their interviewing where people would lie to you and you were supposed to read their mm -hmm. facial structures because it was like one of the first games to use facial facial scanning for the actors and stuff and it was a i i was let down by it it didn't live up to all the hype and the technology and everything but i was willing to give them a chance on their next game which they were going to call whore of the orient and was scheduled for a 2015 <laughs> release and Great um name. rockstar dropped them after la noir because of uh 
unethical working practices oh. and they couldn't find anyone else to pick them up really they they eventually found like a australian film company to take the team on but they eventually just like ran out of funding they canceled the the studio they canceled the game and and all those it's just gone now it's just gone there's there's like one video of of gameplay but that's it and it's it's just that's a game that we'll absolutely never see again like there's always a possibility that earthbound will come back but there is no way in heck we're ever going to see horror or of the orient or what it could have been and and like this it's not a game that people are going to remember or anything but la noir at the time had like real actors it had the facial scanning it had a bunch of really cool technology it would have been great to see what they could have done giving a given a second stab at at making that kind of game and it was was it the same exact kind of game too where it was like open-ended and yep. you did all the same stuff as la noir okay. yeah except it was in uh shoot where was it, it was 1936 oh, was it in like... shanghai oh that's cool. God damn it. Yeah. Oh, another thing about LA, LA Noir was they like totally recreated LA. Like it was the actual streets and buildings and everything, but like 1950s. Yeah. So if they could have done that with Shanghai, it would have been super cool. That would have been super awesome. That reminds me of uh, Sleeping Dogs. That's, that's, yeah. uh, minus the voice crack there because I'm going through puberty. Sorry, everybody. Finally. Um, yeah. Sleeping, do <laughs> Sleeping Dogs. That like, well, I guess that that probably didn't accurately recreate Hong Kong or whatever, but Still that, that that show was super cool. Probably could have come up with a better name though than Horror of the Orient. Right? Yeah, that it's was not the best name. Hell, they could have done, they could have done uh, what Shanghai Noir yeah, or something seriously. in the series or something. Yeah, oh, Shanghai nineteen thirty five or whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh man! Speaking of horrors, next <laughs> game on my list. <laughs> next game on my list is is Scalebound. I hope mm. that you've heard about this. Oh one. yeah! Oh yeah! Of course. Okay, I can tell you exactly where I was when it when it was announced that they were canceling it in 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 2017 or whatever. I was I came home from my lunch break from work and I was sitting on the floor and I was eating a peanut butter sandwich <laughs> and I was just watching TV and I pulled up fucking Facebook. Because I'm an idiot, and I saw that the game was canceled, and I was like, "No, <laughs> no!" I was so mad. But uh, essentially, it was uh, it was gonna be released for the Xbox One and PC. Then um, it was in development for about four years or so, and it was it was being developed by Platinum Games, who made like Bayonetta yeah, and Vanquish and all sorts of cool shit. And and they had so many different like gameplay trailers and other different they trailers and, and actually this game yeah it looked super awesome and then they had the, the online multiplayer where you can have like up to four other people and their dragons and your dragon could like change and evolve depending on like how you upgraded him and used him and stuff and you could control him with the ai and oh my god it looks so good uh but then then the candidate and apparently uh according to mr hideki uh, I I I'm gonna slaughter his name Hideki Kamiya or Kamaya I, I I suck, but basically said that uh, part of it or probably the cancellation was due to his team's inexperience with creating games with online features. Ah, uh, what were the online features gonna be? The the online multiplayer. Oh, of course. Yeah, the the, the co-op with like four other people because he had that boss fight against that giant like crab monster thing, and there were like three other Drews and Thubins that showed up and. 
God, I would have been so badass, but nope. Nope. Canceled it. Uh, according to Wikipedia, they say that according to Platinum, several elements of Scalebound were reworked to appear in Bayonetta 3. So, kind of getting some sort of Scalebound at least. But it's not And the they same. said they kind of also said the same thing too with with Astral Chain. They said that some of the uh, some of the elements from Scalebound went toward making Astral Chain, which I could kind of see, but it's not the same. God damn it! No, no, it's still cool. Like that's probably the best case scenario for a canceled game is if some of it lives on elsewhere, but right. still not the same. I love you, Scalebound. I, I miss you. Ah, oh, this is perfect. This is absolutely perfect. Speaking of games that were announced in 2013 and then canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure this one was at the same E3 or whatever. Uh, this one was a big one for me. It was Deep Down. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I remember that. Okay. Yeah, that one was announced in 2013 for the future console, the PlayStation 4. And, and they, this one was actually canceled? I, th I thought it was just still like I mean, in development. Oh. I, I do need to, yeah, it hasn't officially been canceled. We'll get to where it's at currently, but... It was announced nine years ago for the PlayStation 4, and it's oh. now 2022, and we're on to the PlayStation 5. <laughs> but oh um, that was back when I was a, a PlayStation gamer, so I watched the E3, the Sony stuff with, like, I was super into everything. And and the graphics for the cutscene it showed, I'm sure it wasn't actually the game, but, like, it was just mind-blowing seeing the, the fire effects. Because it it's like a nightman fighting a dragon, like, kind of Dark Souls styles, I suppose. And uh, there's lots of fire effects, and there's rubble going everywhere. And then near the end, it has, like, a... It goes to, like, a, a computer-like matrix screen, and there's, like, people typing in chat boxes. So it's like, what the heck is this? This is... Is it a dragon game? Is it a future game? And uh, then it just disappeared forever. <laughs> it's seriously like we never got anything else about it. Like nothing official from Capcom. That's another thing is that it was Capcom. And uh, I don't know. I just kind of expect when they say things, it's going to come out, you know? Um, and what was it supposed to be like a, like a Souls-like kind of? Or? Uh, let's see. It's a single player or up to four player co-op multiplayer dungeon crawl. Similar to uh, Dragon's Dogma. Oh, oh, that's right. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Dragon. That's a good comparison. Um, so let's see. In 2018, Capcom extended the trademark for the game, which that's that's like the big sign of hope for people. Is like when they extend the trademark, but that was four years ago. Um, during an an interview in 2019, the let's see who's who's this man. I don't know. Some guy said that <laughs> the game has not been completely given up on, but then that guy left Capcom in 2020, and the status is unknown. Um, in September 21, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna just read this quote. In September 2021, former chairman of Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide Studios, Sean Layden, stated that he had no idea what happened to Deep Down. <laughs> <laughs> Like he lost it in the couch yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, the chairman of Sony Interactive is like, I I don't know what happened to it. I it, I put it in a box and that box is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Must have fallen out of my pocket. Sorry, chief. <laughs> I mean, we extended the the trademark just in case we find it, but I I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? How? <laughs> That's so wild. 
but yeah, oh, it, we just lost it. It hasn't officially right. been canceled. Nine years later, it still hasn't been canceled. But come on, come on. They might, they might as well. I mean, what the hell is the holdup with this goddamn thing? It's just, just copy and paste right and talk about over it. And I'll play <laughs> just, it. just give it different skins. Come on, developers. It's not that hard. <laughs> I actually tried. I downloaded the Unity once because I was like, I, I want to make games. I couldn't even like get through the tutorial of making a ball that moves on the ground. It was impossible. I'm like, I, it gave me a whole new respect for making games because. Oh my god, I'm drooling. That's so funny. <laughs> Man, I remember one time I tried to make a game in uh, I forget what. No, it was Project Spark. Oh, if anybody remembers oh, what the fuck wow. that is. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I tried to make a game in that. I was like, I, I'm, I'm going to be cool. I'm going to make a game too. And then it turned out like ass because I couldn't figure out how to how to program like uh, textures or a whole bunch of other shit. I was like, nope, nope, done. Project Spark announced at E3 2013. Gosh. 2013 was, was a big right. year for game announcements apparently. That's such a weird game too, because they're like, "Oh, you make your own games and shit," and then they were like, "Oh, there's a Conquer expansion pack where you can make your own Conquer games." But it's like, why wouldn't you just wait? Make really, Conquer game? Yeah, who yeah, asked... look it up. Yeah, <laughs> who asked for a, That's a real thing? Who who out there is like, I want to make my own Conquer? Right, everybody. If anything, they want you to make us a Conquer game. You sons of bitches. The so game st- is still playable. Is it? I thought they. They shut it down. With reduced features. You can play locally uh, saved games and create new games, but can't share them. PC oh. users can share individual level files directly. Well, shit. Gotta oh, make my own Conquer game. I know what I'm doing tonight. Have you seen the things that people have made with Dreams? The I've seen a few of them, game? yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's insane. Someone remade the, the scene from Jurassic Park where the T-Rex busts through the wall. And it looks just like the movie. Like it doesn't even look like a video game creation tool. Oh my god, this is off. This is getting way off topic. But did you see like that that, uh, that post about the dude that made um he made a, a scale or not a, a scale replica of the of the entire universe in Minecraft? Yes, I believe I ah. did see that. I I don't know. <laughs> I I would not have the the patience. Like kind of, I barely have the patience to like build a little little hut out of dirt, yeah, and then go go from there. I am just not creative enough to be able to make things in those kinds of games. The one time I played Minecraft for an extended period of time in college, which was like two weeks, I made a pyramid and I just kept like digging and making it wider and digging and making it wider. And I was like, cool. And then I was like, what if I made a reverse pyramid on top of this pyramid? And so I did that for a while, and then. I just kept going, and and then that was it. That's cool. You made the Leviathan from Hellraiser. That's sick. Don't even know what that is, but I sure did. <laughs> you sure did. Tom. Oh Speaking of Hellraiser, no, no, the... no. Oh, no, go ahead. No. <laughs> go ahead. Tell me. This just reminded me. me please. <laughs> it reminded me of in high school with the graphing calculators. I would take the because you know you could kind of draw you you would have the empty graph and you could put black squares everywhere i would i would just start at a point and then draw a line and like bounce it off of the sides over and over again until it stopped and it would make really cool designs that's that's the extent of my creativity i can't make things like that are cool but i can just do the same thing over and over again until it's bigger or longer 
mean, we can we can make up some some pretty cool dialogue. That that's about it for me for creativity is just um I'm pretty good at just making up ads at like three in the morning or like mm-hmm. speak speaking out of my ass sometimes, but that's called farting. Oh but um well, I'm good at that. <laughs> but uh speaking speaking of wet farts, this one is not a wet fart actually. This is Silent Hills. God ah, damn it. That was on my list. Uh, oh man. So yeah. This is uh, good timing. This is probably the the perfect time to talk about this. Oh my god. Yeah, because they have they announced all those new it, why are they why are they remaster remaking Five Silent games. Hill 2? Why are they not remastering or doing anything with the first game? The, the first game I don't is know. still stuck on the PlayStation. They haven't... I mean, fuck, they, they remastered... They did the fucking HD... I'm so close to my mic right now. They did the HD collection of 2 and 3 for the 360 and PS3. Why haven't they brought the first game? Don't know. God damn it, it pisses me it's off so, so much. so random. But, uh, but anyway, Silent Hills, y'all. Uh, basically being developed by uh, Hideo Kojima... Yeah. And Guillermo del Toro, Norman oh. Reedus, and all them boys. Norman. Norman. Um, but I never actually got to play it because I, I'm the one person in the world that doesn't own a PS4. But it sounded cool because you walk through the haunted house and solve puzzles and little secrets and junk and, that's, and then. Go ahead. That's probably my most watched game on YouTube is people playing the play the PT the playable teaser for Silent Hills. I yeah, and there's, love watching people play that. And there's so much stuff that they crammed into it. So many little secrets and little Easter eggs they crammed into it. And it it was great. And, I mean, it's so weird how nowadays, if you have a PlayStation 4 with PT still installed on it, you can actually sell that for quite a bit of money. Because yeah. obviously you can't download PT anymore. But, yep. uh, but yeah, so, so yeah, April 27th, 2015, Konami officially announced the game was canceled. Most likely because, uh, because they're being a, a a pile of donkey donkey yeah. nuts. Yeah. And Kojima left and all that stuff, but yeah, that that man, what could have been though? It's like a, a first person. I mean, obviously, yeah, PT looked great being being spooky in first person, kind of like Resident Evil Seven and stuff. But that could have been so awesome. God damn it. Yeah, this one's different because we actually got the playable teaser of what it could have been like, like what the tone was going to be, what the spooks were going to be like. And it was fantastic. Like, if if you were to... I don't play horror games, but I watch lots of them on YouTube. And if you were to ask me what's the best horror game experience, PT is right up there. And no one can play it anymore. You can't download it. It's it's not available. Like, how wild is that? That one of the, the greatest horror experiences in gaming, no one can play. And, and to top it all off, it was just it was a free little, little demo kind of thing. <laughs> Man, I just can't... Imagine what Hideo Kojima could have done with a horror game. I know, dude. And with all the the cool, crazy shit that he's packed into all of his other games, it's what could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, I had uh, another. Go ahead. Oh, this is horribly random, but one of the YouTube videos I watched for uh, them playing PT. At one point, they had to use like the microphone or like a headset plugged into the PlayStation, and they thought that they had to say a name that started with J, so they just kept repeating Jareth. Jareth, and so when I needed to create my first ever D and D character, I named him Jareth because that's all I could think of. Jareth. <laughs> uh, oh man, I, I bet they probably could have put another Ape Escape mini game into in the Silent Hills if it was ever released because they had that one Ape Escape mini game and I forget which Metal Gear Solid it was. Yeah, it was in one point. of them. 
man, that's fun. Was did uh, Kojima didn't have anything to do with Ape Escape, did he? That was just a. a uh... I don't think so. No. Okay. Well, still cool thing. Um, let's see. I I had Silent Hills too, so I think I think we're gonna take an ad break after this okay. sneeze. Oh my gosh! I did not hear that one. <laughs> oh okay. Come on. <laughs> Look! Look into the light. Look into the light. Look directly oh into gosh, the light. Oh my gosh! This is the worst. It's gone now. I think it's gone. Okay, we're, <laughs> just, we're just gonna go into the ad read. <clears throat> THQ announced De Blob, currently in development exclusively for the Nintendo Wii and Nintendo DS, is scheduled to spread color and fun to gamers worldwide in February 2008. Developed for the Wii by THQ's Australia-based studio Blue Tongue Entertainment and Nintendo DS by THQ's Helix Studio, DeBlob's innovative style features ground and aerial maneuvers and color spray gameplay that take full advantage of the Wii Remote and DS stylus. Players will take on the form of DeBlob in a bouncing battle to explore, liberate, and revitalize Chroma City, which has been drained of all color and life by the evil Inks Corporation. Look forward to DeBlob coming out this February 2008. They actually answer your email? No. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> that was an unofficial <laughs> sponsorship. That's right, everybody. This episode is sponsored by the 2008 or whatever smash hit DeBlob. I actually didn't know it was on DS until I just read this. I had DeBlob. I played all the way through DeBlob. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Much like a lot of other THQ games, like like the numerous ATV versus fucking Sean White or whatever the, whatever ATV all those games were. ATV versus Sean White. <laughs> <laughs> they have ATV versus all sorts of shit, and I played like three of them, and they're always like, at first you'll you'll start playing, you'll be like, oh, I go fast, and then ten more minutes in, you're like, no. Sounds like Corvette for the Game Boy Advance. Oh my gosh. I love going straight for it. It's like Corvette for the Game Boy Advance, and I'm I, I know that you 100%ed it, and you probably liked it, but I'm gonna shit all over it for a second. I was a child. Okay. <laughs> well, Corvette for the GBA was is like it's like Outrun. If Outrun sucked balls. I remember they had special challenges at different stages, and like one of them was obviously avoid avoid the cones, and then one of them later was hit every cone, and my little child brain was like, oh, they reversed it. That's so clever. <laughs> thought it was the coolest thing dude speaking of cones we're gonna talk cones shit <laughs> man we had that uh wait did you want to do another one since i did silent hills yeah it's my turn okay uh i'll uh i, I redact my my segue i'm gonna use that later speaking of hills something that is the opposite of hills are valleys and a game that has been canceled probably not officially but it's gone in the Valley of Gods. Um, Never heard of it. I know. I know. That's okay. So uh, <laughs> you you may have heard of a little game called Firewatch, right? Yes, sirree. Yeah, Firewatch is real good. Great story. Great exploration. That was by a studio named Campo Santo. It was actually uh, their first game. They were an offshoot of developers from The Walking Dead by Telltale. And uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Firewatch, super awesome, super great. And then in 2017, 
they announced In the Valley of Gods, which was a similar game but taking place in Egypt. And uh, and it, it was, I remember it was the Game Awards or E3 or something, and it was announced for something like 2020, which was absolutely insane to announce in 2017. But still, it was one of my most anticipated games. And um, then in like 2019 or so, Campo Santo was purchased by Valve, the oh. giant, massive company Valve. And and they were like, hey, w don't worry, this we're st we still going to develop it, and Valve's just going to publish it. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. My ass. <laughs> and then, uh, and then they were like, so the the head of Campo Santo, he's going to move over to Half Life Alex, and he's going to help out with the story for that, and then and then we'll go back to in the Valley of the Gods. And um, as time went on, things just kept slowly disappearing. The the people who were on the studio removed it from their Twitter profiles, from their LinkedIn profiles. They removed it from the Campo Santo website. And uh, yeah, it's just been slowly disappearing. And, and all the, the developers from Campo Santo are all over different places at Valve, whether it's working on VR or working on Dota or working on Half-Life. It's... It's yeah, they just absorbed them and moved them on to other things, and so we'll probably never get to see it. That's bogus. The and big I, yeah one. I I remember when they first bought Campo Santo, everyone was like, "Oh, cool! Valve hasn't released a game in years. It makes sense for them to buy a studio to release games since they're not making their own." And then <laughs> it turns out that's not what happened at all. That big amorphous blob that is Steam. They just. They just sucked up that fucking small studio, and then, yeah, that that really sucks. Yeah, makes me sad. Was but... it was was it supposed to be like uh, like Firewatch? Yeah, from the one trailer that we saw. Yeah, it was it was a first person exploration, but in Egypt, and I love Egypt. I loved Egyptian stuff. That'd have been so sick. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. What's what's going on with Valve? Goddamn it! Why don't they they made so many awesome games, but now they're just like uh, Steam, you know? And well, uh, and then yeah, they they like turned into like a hardware and peripheral making things because they had the Steam Link, they have the Steam controller, which I've got in my hand right now, and uh, <laughs> the the Steam Index, which is the thousand dollar VR setup, and and now they have the Steam Deck. Which everyone loves, and I want one, but mm. yeah, they're just way more focused on, on those things. Do you remember Steam Machines? Um, no, I don't think so. They I'm look it up. They announced them at one point. This is this kind of counts. This counts as a canceled game. I'm sorry to skip your turn, but this just came up. That's the, all right. You, you drew the you drew the skip. Uh, in a, yeah, in I, much a I play the skip card, the Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh skip card. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh skip. <laughs> um. Yeah, they, they announced Steam Machines as, like, uh, pre-made PCs, but, like, actually high quality, not, like, the usual pre-made PCs, you know, how they are. Like, affordable, but also powerful was the whole thing. And, like, they wanted it for people who wanted PC gaming but didn't actually want to build their own PC, but also more affordable. And they did release a couple of them, but they, like, never caught on because apparently the people who would be into that there it is there it is nice apparently the people who would have been into that are not as numerous as they were hoping for oh is that 
Is that what they made the Steam controller for, or, or no? No. Uh-uh. The Steam oh. controller is for PC gaming, and it's wonderful. It's crazy. Um, so, again, spe- uh, speaking of cones, we're going to talk about Mega Man Legends 3, baby. Mega Man Legends 3. Yep, so it's basically, for those that don't know, uh, Mega Man Legends 1 and 2 were on the PS1. Uh, Legends 2 left off on this big old cliffhanger because Mega Man went up to the moon to stop something, I forget, and he's stuck up there. He's still stuck up there to this very day, and we got to get him down. Um, but, yeah, after after 11 goddamn years, uh, they, they finally were going to were gonna make, in, in 2019, I should say. In, oh, wow. That September really- 2019. Or not 2019. I'm sorry. In September of 2010, uh, they said they were gonna they were gonna make the game finally for the 3DS of all goddamn systems. And unfortunately, Mr. Keiji Inafune, who is the head of anything Mega Man, left Capcom in October 2010. But he left his team behind to stay and work on the game. And they they plan to release a little little demo kind of thing called Mega Man Legends 3, the prototype version for the 3DS eShop. And um, it would have like 10 or so missions and it basically would act as like a prologue to Mega Man Legends 3. Kind of like that one thing for um, Metal Gear Solid 5. Like the little demo thing that acted as a little prologue to it. But, yep. Sadly, uh, it looks, yeah, July of 2011 game was cancelled. And Mega Man is still stuck on the moon. Oh no, that's sad. Yep. So, Okay, I don't understand the Mega Man series. I've never played one. So, is the Legends series a continuation of the mainline story, or is it like a separate Mega Man, like a distinct Mega Man, like how there's different Spider-Men? Yeah, there, there's basically different. There, there's different Mega Man series. But like, there's the mainline series, you know, Mega Man one through twelve. Mm-hmm. There's Mega Man X. There's Mega Man Legends, Mega Man Battle Network, Mega Man. Uh, I forget what the Game Boy Advance ones were. V, no, I don't know. But yeah, there, there's a whole bunch of different uh, series and spinoff series, and um, yeah, they just for whatever reason we're just like, no, we're not doing <laughs> Legends Three. Fuck that. We're gonna leave that asshole on the moon, guys. Hold on, I was curious, and I googled what is Mega Man's name. And it says he's known as Rockman in Japan. Yep, all the Mega Man games in Japan are known as Rockman. Rockman. And his, uh, yep. And then, uh, and then his, what is it? His little girlfriend, I think her name is Roll. It's either either his girlfriend or it the says, dog. It says sister. Roll. It says his sister's it's... name is Roll. Whatever. They'd be <laughs> Rock and Roll. Sister, girlfriend. Rock and Roll, Tommy. <laughs> I forget, what his, I forget what his dog's name was, though. He just—he looks way more like a Mega Man than a Rock Man. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, yeah, I don't know what the why they have to do that. Name him something different here as opposed to over there, like with Resident Evil and Biohazard. And <laughs> I'm gonna cough my brains out for a second. Did you hear that last cough? No, I didn't hear any of it. What? But you heard my sneeze when I mute my microphone. God, I don't, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I sneezed so loud that you heard it, like actually in the air, like it, it traveled all the way to you. Yeah, I, I have a, I secretly planted a cup with a piece of string attached in your house, and I, I have hate, it sitting right here. I hate that that works. 
I hate that that's an actual thing that works. Just putting a string between two cups and you can talk through it. Is it like the vibrations on the string? I yeah. Don't really yeah. Have you have you ever actually actually done it? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say you've got children now, so you can. But I just <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I'm gonna do that tonight. Oh man. <laughs> like, hey guys, we're making cup phones. You want to see some shit? <laughs> you want to hear some <laughs> shit? <laughs> I kick over the the coffee table and stuff like forget about all this other bullshit cups and string <laughs> oh man um let's see let's see um speaking of cups and string no that has nothing to do with cups and strings <laughs> so this is this is my last one because i also had silent hills um okay. it is the this is another game that will never ever see the light of day it is the amalur mmo you uh, you may know oh. Kingdoms of Amalur because we've talked about it before, but uh, made by that baseball star or whatever. Yep. Kurt Schilling, Kurt terrible, terrible Schilling. human being. My man. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so there's, uh, we talked about it before, but I actually haven't talked about this part of it. Um, Amalur before Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. There was just Amalur, and it was supposed to be an MMO in the style of World of Warcraft. That's what Kurt Schilling wanted because he was a big World of Warcraft fan. He wanted to make his own. And it was codenamed Copernicus. They had legendary writer R.A. Salvatore, Salvatore, write a 10, I don't know 000. who that is. He's, he's written. Let's see. Let's let's talk about him. I'm on Wikipedia. He's a hey, guys. Welcome to the R.A. Salvatore podcast. Yeah, the R.A. Salvatore podcast. His most famous and popular char- character is Drizzt de Orden. Oh, okay, from the D and D books. Okay, you know who that, I don't know who that is, but yeah, Drizzt de Orden. He, yeah, he's uh, like a uh, what is it? He's a dark elf ranger. He's yeah. famous in the D and D storybooks or some some shit. But yes, please continue. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. He wrote Star Wars novels as well. It looks like. Oh. Anyways, um, yeah, he wrote ten thousand years of history for the game. And they had, oh they had, yeah, they had, they had uh, lots of plans for this MMO, but they ran out of money. So what do you do when you run out of money? You uh, purchase a different studio who has a game. They purchased a studio called Big Huge Games, who was making a game for THQ, just an action role-playing game. And they took it, and they were like, no, this is Amalur now. And they just reskinned everything, put some story <laughs> elements in it from Amalur. Like they made it into the Amalur universe and they released it to, to <laughs> the plan was to re- release that game and have enough money to be able to finish making the MMO. And as you know, that did not happen. They ran out of money. They, they filed for bankruptcy. Rhode Island, state of Rhode Island never got that money back. It was a horrible decision <laughs> by everyone involved, but the game itself, I, I loved uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. One of the best parts of it was the universe and the story and the world because it was it was genuinely unique and super interesting and I would have loved to have seen more of it. And I've never been an MMO gamer, but I'm open to it. I'm MMO curious. I've tried World of Warcraft. Yeah. I've tried uh, uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic. Fantasy um, Star. I've never tried Fantasy Star. Oh. I've I've tried other MMOs. I like the idea of MMOs and like an MMO with the Amalur universe where it's like a fantasy stuff and and all that. It would have been great. It would have been super cool. But 
but we will never ever see it because of Kurt Schilling's horribleness. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it! Does he still play baseball? Oh no, he retired long ago. Oh okay. Like in the '90s or early 2000s. <laughs> I like the idea that, uh, or I'm kind of, I'm imagining this, so to speak. Oh, yeah. So he kicks his way through one of the, like the the windows in the break room of that one game studio he took over. He's like, hey, hey guys, <laughs> or my, the, your game? No, not your game. My game. He throws like so, <laughs> throws handfuls of money out at, at them from out of his pockets. He's like, hey, it's Amalur now. It's my game. It's Amalur. Get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of lore. Why aren't you working? Okay, I have a, oh, I have a, I have a. Okay, so, uh, gosh, how do I even ask this question for you? In in the playoffs, Kurt Schilling injured his ankle and it started bleeding, but he pitched through it anyways and and won the game. And so, like, there's an iconic image of his foot with a bleeding sock on it. When he was running out of money, he put nice. it up for auction. How much do you think he sold that bloody sock for? Was this before or after he went broke? After. Or no, you said it was. You said yeah, it was, it was after. like during. Um, I'm trying to like wriggle my way into his his stinky butt of a mind. <laughs> um, thirty-two thousand dollars. Oh, under ninety-two thousand six hundred thirteen dollars for one bloody sock. What the fuck? Okay, I mean, <laughs> that must have been some shit. <laughs> oh my god. Speaking of bloody sock photos, we're talking about Fez 2 now, baby. Wait, Fez? No, I don't know about this. Oh, it barely made it off the ground. So, so it was announced. Um, it was announced June of 2013 at the end of this uh, Horizon Indie Game Conference at E3 about the time. And uh, unfortunately, a, a month, just a mere month after it was announced, it was canceled. A month? Yeah, because. Uh, and, and there was no like trailers or images for it. But basically, at the end of the E3 thing, they were like, they were like, and Fez Two is coming. And but yeah, the uh, the developer Phil Fish, he, he's just this big fucking pretentious asshole, and he was getting in this argument. So he made this like Twitter post about uh, the Xbox One's like indie indie publishing, something or other. And then this guy from Game Trailers, this this game journalist Marcus Beer, he made a comment about something Mr. Fish said, and then Phil just went off, and they both kind of went back and forth and called each other out, and then Bill eventually was, like, basically, like, washed his hands the whole thing. He was like, he was like You're, I'm done. You know, Fest 2 is canceled. I'm leaving the industry. Goodbye. And it sucks that this game that could have been badass was just canceled out of spite. I, sucks. His quotes are hilarious. Fish later tweeted, I fucking hate this industry. And then later, He's a... I'm done. <laughs> Fez 2 is canceled. Goodbye. <laughs> yep, that's it. That was it. He's just a big old fucking baby. Man. Oh, man. man. I, yeah, that's sad. I, I enjoyed Fez for what it was. It was it was really built up. I, I didn't play it for like a decade afterwards, so I had like all this build yeah. up of expectations. And it was it didn't reach that, but it was still super duper cool having the, the flippy floppy and, and the, the puzzles and stuff. And it's super cool because back then when it was on the Xbox 360 arcade or the Xbox Live arcade or whatever they, they call it, it was back then it was super cool that there wasn't really anything else like that. Everything else was just shittily thrown together, ah, little indie games. And uh, because the other games were like Small Arms, which was like this shitty Smash Bros, but with guns. There, were, I, I forget what all the other ones were. That, that dumb 
Toyota Yaris one. I think it was just called Yaris. That yeah, sucked. there was a game about Yaris. Yeah, but yeah, Fez really stood. It was actually really, really awesome. And then it's it's crazy to think like what Fez Two would have been like, actually made for modern hardware. They they could have done so much sweet shit, but we'll never know because Bill Fish is Bill Kindergartner in a man's body. Um, Xbox 360 games. My my college roommate had a a live arcade game called I Made a Game with Zombies in It, except it's yep. M A E D and like game with a three, and <laughs> that's like it was just like a twin stick shooter with zombies coming at you. It was like the simplest thing, but like. That's where games were at with the Xbox Live Arcade. Me, me, and and the Joey, the you know, we went to school with. We used to play that all the time. And while you're playing, that song just constantly plays. It just says, yeah. "I made a yeah. game with zombies." Then, great oh, stuff. They this developer went on to make Salt and Sanctuary. Who, Phil Fish? No, the developer of uh, oh. "I Made a Game with Zombies" in it. I was gonna say I'd boycott the shit out of that well, out of that game if Phil Fish made it. Holy shit. Wow, what a what a jump. I, I honestly thought that when I when I remembered I made a game with zombies in it, I thought it was gonna be like a one and done thing, but huh, good for them. Oh yeah. I have I have one more and then that's it. Do it. You ready for it? Yep. Okay. Speaking of Phil Fish, we're gonna talk about Sonic Extreme. Oh yeah, we've talked about that a little bit before. Yep, we briefly talked about it in the Sega episode, I believe, but it started development in uh, 1994 for the old Mega Drive slash Genesis uh, for the 32X. But, yeah, it's just like every other game that was made for the 32X. They were just like, no, we're going to we're gonna move on to the, to the Saturn, the true 32-bit bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then they only gave them two years to make the game. I'm going to cough real quick. So it was planned to be totally complete and ready for release by holiday 1996. So, uh, so in in May of '96, I should add first that they had they had two teams for the game. It was one team was making the actual like platforming and all that shit levels, and then there was another team that made like the boss battle levels and stuff like that. And there was almost no communication between the two for some reason. Um, but yes, yeah, so so in May. 1996, they had a playable demo of the game at E3, and it actually looked like all right. It actually looked like it was coming along pretty well, but but uh, but yeah, they uh, eventually holiday 19 holiday 1996 came up. They still didn't have it ready for release yet for whatever reason, and then they canceled it in 1997, unfortunately, mm. and and that was to be like the Sonic game for the. Saturn, because there was no other original uh, Sonic game for the Saturn, and uh, and what kind of like maybe hopefully that would have helped drive Saturn sales, or maybe that would have sold a bunch and helped dig them out of the hole they were in. But yeah, unfortunately, due to the sorry, I'm gonna cough some more. Doesn't pick up any of these this coughing. It's ridiculous. Gosh, it was a loud cough too. But yeah, sadly there was just. It, it, this this game basically the development of this game went through a whole. Remember those books from when we were younger, the series of unfortunate events. Yep. It basically went through something like that. So like the first book would have been, you know, they're making the game for the 32x. It's going well, and the Sega's like, no, we're going to the Saturn, motherfuckers. And then they had to basically scrap 
literally everything they did. It took them, it was like four weeks or whatever to uh, get everything back in order and, and get the game basically started for the Saturn. And then book two would have been that there, there were constantly department heads that were leaving Sega. They were resigning, so they had to pull people from other departments, put them in charge of whatever position of the person who left. And, um, and that sucked because things would just get lost in translation from mm-hmm. person to person. Book two, no, book three, sorry, would have been that there were just buttloads of different, um, I guess everybody basically, how do I explain that? Having come from, fresh from the Genesis or Mega Drive and working only on 2D games, they were just super inexperienced with making 3D games mm-hmm. and, and just with the Saturn engine in general. And then, yeah, just just sucked. Super duper sucked. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, basically everyone was inexperienced at making 3D games at that point. <laughs> I can't imagine having to go from 2D to 3D. But yeah, I think the thing with canceled games is like, there are probably so many that we don't even know about that were being made in the background and canceled before they were even announced. Right, like we we basically quite a few of mine I know were were pretty darn popular. So there's there's absolutely got to be just a bunch of other lesser known ones that that got canceled i talked to gosh i don't even no i'm not gonna say because i can't i can't think of the name of it or anything so i'm not gonna i talked to a developer that that made a demo for a playstation 3 game that was shown at e3 and then it got canceled before it was even announced but i don't remember the specifics so i might just cut this we'll see (laughs) that's all right yeah that's uh man i let us know there's like tons and tons and tons of canceled games so if you out there have a canceled game that like really broke your heart please let us know on twitter we're gonna ask it too we gotta we gotta make a post and and ask it as well and yeah we do and let us know what canceled game broke your heart and we'll we'll share our our heartbreaks together that's right and then if uh, if i ever get up off my ass and start putting more of our episodes on youtube leave a Leave a comment. What cancel game broke your heart? And then, I mean, you, you can also even just shoot us an email, superpotsaga@gmail.com. Let us know your, uh, what what cancel game broke your heart? I, I suppose too. Yeah, yeah. Join and and spread this to spread our podcast to your friends. We're still waiting for our first listener, age sixty five and up. We are at zero, <laughs> and that is unacceptable. That's right. Make sure to please also leave us a review so we know what we did well. And uh, I guess, what are we going to talk about next week? It is my pick. This one, yes, I, I feel like my picks are always so complex because it's like I have the idea in my head, but I'm not sure if it makes sense. I want to talk about uh, what are our favorite un- underrepresented genres in video games? Like uh-huh. genres that we like but don't get enough attention. Like the first oh. thing that comes to my mind for you is shoot 'em ups. Yes, because you love those, okay. but there aren't. No one cares about shoot 'em ups. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I get that. Yeah. So no, I want I you to talk about shoot 'em ups, and I'm going to talk about. I'll come up with stuff to talk about. Are we going to talk about like the genre and then some of our favorite games yeah. from the genre? Yep, exactly, okay. and why and why okay. those genres are, deserve more respect. I'm going to jot it down like this. Underloved game genres and my favorites of that genre. Yep, yep, exactly. So, listeners, Sick. 
look forward to that. Tell your grandparents. We're going to talk about it next week. We need and one. Just one. Any one will do. Yeah, seriously. I just want one. I'm going to share it on Twitter, <laughs> and you will know that you caused that. <laughs> Gosh. Otherwise, thank you for listening. Thank you for being fans. We love you all. You're so great. Have a wonderful day. Bye. That's right. Bye.